Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. From SA to the USA, we're on Is the Techie Guy. Hey, welcome to another episode of Talking Tech with the Techie Guy. Today we've got an incredible app that I'd like to bring to you. It's called Zcast or Zcast, depending which side of the world you're coming from. Um, this application allows you to be a broadcaster. Anybody can be a podcaster. Um, if you use this app, you're able to immediately stream your voice to millions of people around the world. People can join the conversation and comment, interact, all live without the need of an expensive big studio or insane data connections. This thing just does the trick for you. As you can tell, I'm pretty excited about this particular app. It's really going to add a new dimension to the podcasting community. It's really going to take a new dimension to eyewitness news, to those people on the ground, to preachers, to the visually impaired who will be able to now use this facility to get their messages out. Ah, it's got just amazing applications all around. To talk to us about this insane application, I've got Hillel on the line. He's joining us from um, Israel, and he's going to be telling us all about how Zcast works, what is the aim, what's the purpose of it. And to make things really, really interesting, what we did is we recorded this entire thing using the Zcast platform, um, you'll hear during the interview, we break out to people's comments, we answer questions. Um, it just really, really adds an interactivity to it. Um, here also gives us some breaking news that um, a new features will be available, so you've got to tune in for that. So without further ado, um, here is Hillel and my conversation about Zcast. This is, I love this international feel to this. We're from the USA down to Israel, and people from around the world can listen to this. We're loving Zcast already. Um, so I suppose... Hello, let's take a step back and kind of try work out kind of what, what was the thinking behind Zcast? How did you guys come up with the concept? So it's a great story, actually. We launched Zula, uh, you know, a couple of years back. It was in team communication space. And um, we developed very uh, solid audio technology for conference calling for teams. But then Slack showed up and did their thing. And Basically, long story short, there was no competing. There is no competing with Slack. And so we took our audio technology and we said, all right, what's an interesting space to uh, kind of repurpose it? And we said, well, broadcasting is hot right now, but you know, video is a, uh, a barrier for most people. Most people are not comfortable going live on video, whereas audio is you know, totally natural on the one hand. And on the, on, on the technological side, there's, you know, it requires less bandwidth. It's much, much easier to use. And so we said, all right, let's go for the broadcasting space. And we said, all right, what format? And so he said, one to many exists many times. What about many to many? What about like a panel format or a roundtable? So we kind of took what we know from, I guess, talk radio and uh, built next gen talk radio. Uh, but it, it, I think you nailed that right there because people are very comfortable having a chat because that's what we use our mobile phones for. I mean, it's the greatest app is making and receiving phone calls. Um, but people are still a bit, especially the older gen, never mind about the selfie jet because we're not even going to go there. But the older Jane kind of saying, I'm very comfortable chatting. Does anyone need to see my pretty face at the same time? Exactly. Exactly. Um, who is your typical kind of user who should be using this app? Well, the low-hanging fruit is obviously people like you and me, right, who are, um, you know, content producers, content creators, and maybe you are a much more professional audio um, content creator than I am. But I, I can tell you that I've tried many times to podcast and always quit because it was just too big of a pizza, pain in the ass, as they say. Um, you know, it's a studio equipment, uh, you know, the ability to, to, 
to um, edit it, you know, with audio audio uh, software afterwards. And I just I just don't have you know the, the skills and and I didn't really know what I was doing so much, and it was just uh, too too high of a barrier. And so I stopped many many times. Um, and uh, this just enables me to you know go live and podcast from wherever I want in the world with whoever I want in the world whenever I want. That's great. By the way, I just want to give a shout out here because last night, um, I'll tell you, uh, I'll answer that question in a second, Chai, but last night I was at an event and there was a pastor in the in the audience listening to me talk about Zcast and he, he almost fell off his chair. He said, I've been looking for something like this for, forever and he's going to be using it for his sermons and you know to his community. And I just want to give a shout out here. We have a, a very important rabbi listening to us, Rabbi Green, who I know for a long time was, was a great leader and um, I hope and pray that he uses this thing to engage his audience and community, and I'd love to see what he does with it. So just a shout out to him. Hi, the question is, is there an ability to record cast in the future? I would say the the ability to record cast is not in the future. It's a couple of weeks away. I guess that is future, but it's not in the distant future. It's in the very near future. Uh, so recording, archiving, the ability for me to add you, Hi, as as a broadcaster, to add you into the conversation is also coming very soon, as well as some really other uh, some other really exciting uh, um, features. And of course, Android and other things that many people have asked for. It gives it. This just opens up the world to people if you've got a message and they want to spread spread it out there. Um, you know, your religious leaders, exactly your rabbis, your pastors. You know, those are, are an obvious are an obvious. Um, but if you think about all those, even those you know those tech conferences that we all attend and we're sitting there, and it's got a limited audience. It's the audience that's in the room, unless you're live streaming it via video. But that chews up a lot of data, and that chews up a lot of time, a lot of technology, a lot of efforts. You've just made it very, very simple to broadcast my message to effectively anyone who wants to listen to listen to me going on and on and on, right? Well, exactly. Uh, you know, what's interesting is you mentioned a few of the barriers to, to video uh, streaming, but if I had a dime for every tech conference that I was at, that was, a, that was a pretty, you know, technologically advanced conference with some pretty important guests that just said, oh yeah, we didn't, we didn't have the infrastructure to live stream it. I mean, it's it's just crazy that in 2016 it's so difficult to share content. So this right. is exactly exactly the use case. Think about a panel, right? A panel is, is a format that's been around forever at every tech conference, every conference, right? There's always a panel. But how do you share that panel? How do you how do you have four, five, ten people talking to each other and having thousands of people listening to them in real time, engaging, interacting, asking questions? How do you bring that to the digital era, to the mobile era? And this is exactly what we aim to build here. Now, and interactivity is the part that really excites me. Me being kind of a techie, a podcaster, um, it's always great. You know, if you're doing a live radio, it's great to be able to engage with an audience. But once you do podcasting, typically these aren't live. Typically these are pre-recorded, packed, and then streamed at a, at a later date or made live at a later date. This just gives me the option to talk to people. So like Kai's question, he would never be able to do that um, if this was a podcast that was played two weeks later. Correct, correct. And, and it's, it's interesting because we went to the opposite extreme, I guess. We launched this thing live only. Uh, we really wanted to just get it out there. And um, we, we realized that it's a limitation that you can't record these, these conversations in the app. They are recorded on our server and, and I do have access to them, but they're not yet you know, implemented in terms of the user interface in the app itself. We realized that's a serious limitation as well as the lack of an Android app, even though this thing does work beautifully in the Android browser. But we said we really just got to get it out there. And if we wait till it's perfect, it will never, ever ship. So we got it out there, and um, you know, despite those limitations, the, the initial week and a half traction has been off the hook. I can't even describe it. I've never experienced anything <laughs> like retention that is numbers I've never even 
seen in my life. We're talking thousands of podcasters, thousands, you know, and thousands of people listening and interacting. And we're talking, you know, journalists from the Wall Street Journal. We're talking members of the blind community doing their own podcasts. We're talking the Times of Israel using it for their podcast. We're talking the Disney Examiner. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's been completely, completely insane. And it is quite apparent that we hit a nerve with this thing. That, that, that easeability, I think you guys nailed 10 out of 10. It just simply, simply works. Um, and, and that's great because you can't do this with anything else. If I wanted to tell someone how to live stream video, I, 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 I'm in for a world of hate to do that. Well, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that because we worked very, very hard in the execution and the design of this thing. And I will ask you if you could send me over actually that sentence that you just said, because I really would love to pass it on to our designer just to give her some some props and a fist bump. So I'd love to get that, that quote that you just sent me and send it over to her because that is exactly what we aimed for. Uh, Chai Rosner said, do you ever plan on adding ads to the app? So I wouldn't call it ads. Let me explain. Today, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but if you listen to podcasts, you'll notice that, you know, a lot of these um, advertising companies basically, you know, just, just advertise to you without knowing anything about you. And there's no ability to target because you could be listening to this podcast two years from now in, in Africa. They don't know. But here, everybody here is signed to social. So I know where you are. I know what you like. I know a lot more about you than any traditional podcast. So you know, it's not about ads. It's about value add. It's about providing targeted, you know, offers to our listeners because we know exactly what they want to get, as opposed to just completely untargeted and ridiculous, you know, uh, random ads. So that, that's sure. one. That's one option that somewhere down the line will definitely be providing value add to our listeners, as well as um, hopefully a premium feature for those that are super professional that need, you know, higher definition HD audio maybe or other uh, premium features that that aren't in the basic package. But for now, obviously, this app is, and this platform is going to complete, completely free and going to remain so. Um, but monetization is not going to be coming anytime in the near future. Right now, we need to be, you know, reach, reach, uh, you know, critical mass and just, uh, just build the, big, the best platform we can build. I just want to answer a question here. Are you sticking with the term podcasting? People use refer to it as Zcasting. That's a great question, Rabbi Green. Um, well, you know, it's a little bit, uh, I would say, presumptuous of me to say Zcasting as a verb. I know it has been said and it has been used, but um, I don't know if podcasting is the right word either. Because podcasting is a very techie term. So I, you know, I'm really talking to when I talk to normal people. I guess not geeks. I talk to it as next gen. They call it next gen talk radio, really. Uh, and by the way, and one of the features that's coming, I said, is adding you in, Michael, right now uh, as as a, as a speaker, and that's really. Uh, you know, very reminiscent of talk radio, right? Calling into a talk radio show. So I don't know if podcasting is the right term. I guess that's really what the press called it, but I'm not exactly sure that I'm a fan. Uh, Leo said, I love the kind of podcast. This is awesome with developers thinking about the blind community on their own. That is that is awesome. Thank you so much. We we actually built this thing. We made it as accessible as possible. We did not imagine it would get such love from the, from the visually impaired community. It's making us very happy. Yeah, there's no better system that's short, sweet, and to the point, and people just get it. And I think this is kind of the Apple of the podcasting. It's the Apple model of broadcast of the future. This is, this is what it's all about. It's about us being able to have a conversation, be able to patch people in as we need to, be able to get engagement, be able to write some comments. If, and, then, and then if I could save this and be able to access this at a later stage, stick it onto my podcast platform, which you said is coming in a couple of weeks, that is going to be the icing on the cake. That is kind of the future. Um, the question that we've had from a couple of our listeners as, as well from, from this side is, um, you know, everyone's talking about video. Is video something that you guys looked at and discarded or something that you look at video into the future or is video not even on the radar? It's interesting. I spoke to my good friend at Meerkat last night, Uri, who's the founder, uh, CTO, I mean, the technical co-founder. We were talking about it. I mean, let me explain uh, our vision on this. I think 
first of all, as far as video, you have enough enough platforms, enough solutions out there. But I think that video is really is really a barrier that we wanted to remove. I think um, you know video has its place in the world. There's definitely a power to video. But if you go into a room of 100 people and you ask who here is comfortable going live on video, you'll have three hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Maybe most people are not comfortable right. going live. And again, it requires much, much higher bandwidth. We really believe strongly in the power of conversation. And so definitely looked at video and definitely, I would say, um, put it aside for now. It's definitely not in our focus. There's enough solutions out there. We're very much focused on audio. Leo asked a question. There have been many times where we have been thought we have thought of in, a lot, in terms of accessibility of apps. Keep doing what you guys do. Do you accept donations? Leo, that is, wow. I, I mean, I'm blushing here. It's 7 a.m. and you, you made my day. I mean, we're not we're not accepting donations, but we are raising money. So if you know investors that are interested in, in, in investing in our platform, we'd love to hear about it. We are raising money right now from VCs and from angels. So uh, I do appreciate that. And, um, you know, I just love that you love it. And really, you're, you know, your feedback and your your uh, your excitement and enthusiasm is really keeps us going. So thank you for that. Donations definitely, uh, you know, is not necessarily something that we do in terms of just, just the format. But um, Kai, good night to you too. Uh, but Leo, um, definitely if you know someone that, you know, is looking to invest in this company and actually join us as a partner, that would be very much something we'd be interested to hear about. All right. Sorry about that. Continue. <laughs> no, no, no. Got, got, got to get it in there. And that's the whole point of love. And that's the whole point of being, having this interactivity. So it's not pre-scripted. It is what it is. And we've got to, we've got to deal with that as it comes. Uh, so right, back to the data costs. Do we know what the data costs are for like a 10-minute cost? Do we have any idea of what people should be budgeting at if they're data sensitive? You mean you mean in terms of like numbers and how much it uses? You mean is that what you're asking? That kind of that kind of thing. What's the bandwidth? So if I, if I'm not on an unlimited package or my data costs are ridiculously expensive and I want to listen to a podcast, I want to listen to a Zcast or I want to kind of produce one. Do we know what what I should be? What a ten minute typical cost consumes? How many data? How much okay. megabytes? That's a really interesting question. I, I have to measure that and get back to you, but uh, but it's it's very low. It's very very low. It's, it's closer. It's closer to texting than it is to, to consuming video, for sure. Okay. Um, another question that's popped in on my side: um, How is this different to something like a Google Hangouts? So I, we love Google Hangouts. I sat with Bradley Horowitz, who runs Google Hangouts as well as Google Plus and Google Photos, and I showed this to him, and he loved it. I mean, he was he was really really loved it. Um, and again, I use Google Plus. I have fifty five thousand followers on Google Plus. I'm very active there, and I love the Google team. Uh, I don't think this is at all. Uh, you know, comparable. For starters, the obvious difference is video. That's that's for one. But sure. I don't know if you've tried Google Hangouts or when the last time you tried it was. And I don't mean to diss on my friends, but um, seamless it is not. <laughs> There's uh, there is uh, you know, it's not even a matter yeah. of technology. It's just a matter of you know the the overall philosophy of Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts is, is is what it is. But this thing is as you just saw, as seamless and as frictionless as can be. And three taps and you're live, and it's completely seamless and it just works. I don't think, uh, you know, you can compare the two at all. Uh, one, A, because it's video, B, because of the experience and just the polish. But uh, it's just a different kind of use case, I think. Um, you know, from a, a kind of a phase next point of view. So obviously, we've heard the exciting news of being able to get access to the audio. Anything else that you can kind of sort of raise that kind of let us in on, in, on anything exciting happening? Um, well, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the, the name of the game at this point is um, is partnerships, it's, is building this platform. Um, you know, I don't need to name names, but we can all think of, of consumer apps or platforms that came and raised money, generated a lot of buzz, and then failed. Uh, we want to make sure we don't go down that route. And so I'm working 21 hours, 21 hour days right now, signing deals and, and working on deals with the biggest audio content creators in the world. 
Uh, again, without naming any, any names, I'm sure you can think of, of who I'm referring to. There's several of them, but uh, you know, podcasting, uh, um, podcasting conferences, podcasting networks, and publishers of audio content uh, at scale, and they've all been looking for the ability to make their audio content um, much more interactive. And so that's definitely something that's happening. There are other use cases in the works right now, like for example, the enterprise world. Think about earnings calls, or think about a CEO yeah. of an enterprise company that wants to talk to his or her employees and get feedback in real time. That's huge. Think about you know um, pharma or medical, and think about um, educators and politicians. Think about politicians, the ability to talk sure. to your crowd. Think about celebrities, and you know we've done we did an entertainment uh, Zcast the other day with um, Kim Cheryl. I don't know if you know her, but she's very 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 involved in Hollywood and entertainment. She she's she's obsessed. She loves this platform. So there are a lot of use cases in the works right now. Literally just a question of priorities and um, balancing and juggling it all. I'm really we're a tiny little team. You know we built this. We're six people. Just so you understand. And so uh, definitely need to raise money. That's our first priority. We need to raise money. We need to build out this team, uh, build the platform, and just start signing deals and just not sleep for the next. I don't even know how long. Uh, sleep is very overrated. Trust me, we all been there. It's good. Yes. Um, so you know, I'm kind of I'm gonna be um, just watching you very very closely, watching the app very closely. I'm heading down to South by Southwest, which is you know is one of the big conferences out in um, in Austin. And um, a lot of my audience has already said, will you be broadcasting from there? And I've been looking for solutions. It's all great to do it on later on, but this, I'm loving the fact that I can do it on the fly, fire it up, and then just give some feedback on a lecture I've just heard. So obviously we'll watch that space as things happen. Um, okay. I see we've got more, more comments coming in as, uh, as well. Um, yes. How much now, are you worried about competition like Meerkat and Periscope? Okay, so let me, let me just answer Rabbi Green's question first. Uh, do you see Zcast doing so? Uh, absolutely. We're talking very, very closely with Twitter at all levels, uh, and I mean all levels, and uh, definitely something that we're, we're, we're talking about. Uh, Twitter loves it, and uh, that's, that's really exciting. Are you worried about competition like Meerkat and Periscope? Hi, I, 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 whenever I, I, come, I, I come across a new competitor, I, I open the champagne and we party because, to me, com competition is the healthiest thing that can be. Without competition, you have no market. Competition, to me, equals validation, and so... You know, I'm not scared of competition. I embrace competition. I also don't view Meerkat and Periscope as competition. I'm cl close friends with the Meerkat guys. I literally spoke to the co-founder last night. Uh, he loves this thing. And I showed this to Ben Rubin probably first, I think, before anyone in the world. So he's the founder of Meerkat. So, you know, I, I definitely am not worried about Meerkat and Periscope. I love them both great platforms. Uh, if anything, they're, they're, um, they're partners and not competition. Having said that, there is competition out there and uh, a lot of people in the audio space. So if it, the, to answer your question, I'm absolutely not worried. I am. I'm loving it. The more bring it on, the more competition, the better. Uh, you, you want everybody to be a broadcaster in some form or fashion, whether it's video, whether it's audio. If people are used to that idea that they could hook onto other people's conversations and get it live from the ground. So imagine being a reporter on the scene, eyewitness news, getting the real facts rather than this corrupt crap news that we get fed through on a daily basis by the so-called news channels. This just does the job. 100%. Uh, Rabbi Michael Green, so audio can embed on Twitter like SoundCloud does? That would be neat. Correct. We are working on embeds and we are working with Twitter and definitely coming, no question about it. Um, but, but yeah, this is, we're just getting started. You know, everyone keeps congratulating me and the team on, on launching. This thing is a launch. Like everyone needs to understand the launch is a launch. But it's like, <laughs> a I guess launching a rocket into space is a big deal. But if the rocket doesn't come back, you know, then there's no point in congratulating. So we're just getting off the ground right now. Congratulate me when we build this company to be a unicorn, a billion-dollar company that IPOs. Then we can talk. Right now, there's nothing to congratulate me. We just had a good launch. That's all. User feedback. I'm assuming you encourage user feedback, and you want people to tell you what they like and what they don't like. 
I'm not, I don't encourage user feedback. I am begging for user feedback. I'm listening so closely to every single tweet, every single message, every single email. And I think I don't quote Paul Graham on many things, but I will say that he, what he wrote uh, his article about do things that don't scale is so spot on right now. We're, we're small, we're young, we're learning, and we are doing things that don't scale for all I care. I'll pick up the phone and call every single one of my users. I want to learn and get to know every single one of my users. And I'm, I'm yearning for feedback. So please, any feedback, good or bad, tell me you hate this platform. I want to hear it. If you love this platform, I want to hear it. So just let me know. Feedback is crucial for the building of this company right now. I want to read the last comment. I'm visually impaired, and the interface works really well with voiceover. I like the way the app looks. I might start my own Zcast someday. Chris, I love you. Someday, someday today. Start a, a Zcast. Add me in, and we'll go, we'll go live together. I am so excited to see what you do with this, man. Um, and, and Chris, I encourage that as well. Is There's nothing to be scared of. Just push the button, make it work. Um, with Hillel kind of being your co-host, you, you'll, you'll rock this thing. Well done. Love it. Go big. Uh, Hillel, thank you for your time. I appreciate you squeezing us in. I know it's your early morning for you. You're getting ready to, ready, ready to go out. Um, looking forward to seeing the file. Um, by the way, with those, with, the, with being able to save later, will we able, be able to see these comments as well as part of the feed? Great question. The answer is a big fat yes. Excellent. Uh, so I can replay the entire event as it happened. I'm making relive this amazing moment again and again and again. Indeed, and I'm very excited to see it. So yeah, I'll send you the audio right now, but soon, very, very soon, uh, it's coming in, you know, into the interface, including the comments, and I'm super pumped about it. Uh, yeah, just rock on, dude. Um, well done. I really appreciate your time. And seriously, we'll just keep, keep watching and do what you do, because you do it best. Thank you so much. And again, anyone listening, you want to play these files offline, can we do it? Yeah, it's going to be a regular, you know, MP3, MP4 file. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. We'll do it again soon. So that was a very exciting episode of Talking Tech with a Techie Guy. Zcast is clearly the way of the future, allowing everybody to have a voice to be able to broadcast out there and more importantly, be able to interact live as things are happening. I can see a million different applications for it. If you're an investor, if you've got those big checkbooks just waiting to do something with that money, get a hold of Hillel. Um, don't forget just um, who referred you. <coughs> hint, hint. Um, otherwise, get a hold of us on the blog on thetechyguy.com. And this wraps it up for another episode of Talking Tech. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Liron Sekev, who makes complex tech simple for all of us to understand.